Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. If you're just tuning in, we got Bill Bush with us for the entire show today. If you have any questions for Bill, please call or text 402-464-5685. Nice rundown of the NFL playoffs for a segment. Uh, Bengals Chiefs on Sunday and 49ers and Eagles. That's the first game Sunday. Bill Bush coordinated the special teams at Nebraska. He, he coordinated the defense this year yes. for the final eight games. In those final eight games, Nebraska ranked the equivalent of 25th nationally, giving up, I think it was 5.0 yards per play. Yeah. So he does understand the complexities. He knows, a little <laughs> about, he knows about defense a little yeah. bit. And complexities, yes. Yeah, the complexities. We'll still stick with you on that, Seth. Yeah, yeah you, you're yeah. the expert. He's yeah. just here to, you know. You yeah. know my background. Yeah. I know your background. Yeah. <laughs> if we get any, any sort of golden glove question today, you got them. Anything comes up with boxing, you handle it. Uh-huh. Speaking of that real quick regarding the season, Bill, I'm, I'm curious. The, the season ends with a win against Iowa. No bowl game possible, but it was just, hey, can we end this disgusting losing streak to Iowa? You're up 24-zip. You guys held on to win by seven. What, what did that mean to you? In terms of you know being the guy that coordinated to finally help snap that disgusting streak to Iowa, what what did that day mean? It, it was very important to me, but just because for the players, uh, we got it was a pretty upside down situation uh, to get put into. Uh, obviously, with taking over being the defensive coordinator, but we just had such ridiculously great kids and how they prepared and what they did every week. Obviously, they, 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 but in my mind, they for the situation, they played extremely well. And then that game also played extremely well and, and did some good things. But I, the best way I could put it was they have a pretty detailed plan of how you go on the road, what you do, where your meetings are at, what your walkthrough is like that next morning. It's one of our themes we always put up. We always have a plan to win on Friday night. And one of the plans to win is always that we'll have the best walkthrough uh, – uh, ever tomorrow morning and every day they did that and so we're getting ready to play in that game I, I've told people several times that I've been lucky enough to be in in some really cool walkthroughs getting ready to play for a national championship game in a couple occasions and different things and our walkthrough that that morning before that game was just as good as what it would be as playing in national that's how good those kids were how focused huh. they were what was going on because we had a lot of huh. uh, they ran a lot of empty which means they had no backs in the backfield we had a lot of checks for it. that's what we got it we got a sack fumble off of that look and we had all kinds of different things kind of in for them but they did very unique and uh, our kids just handled it extremely well huh and so just how they handled preparation throughout the game how they were on the sidelines and, and every aspect was just outstanding so i'm just i'm just think about lucky that. how humble i am to be in that spot jacob think about what you just said i mean the team's what was the record three and eight three and eight going in three and eight going in yep two and six in the league you got nothing you're not playing for much i mean you're always playing for something but not playing for much i was playing for everything Play for the division, yeah. yeah, yeah. And your walk through, your walk like so. What de- what defines in your mind a good walk through? Why was that walk? Why do you remember that walk through? Well, there's a couple things that go on with it. The first thing we'll do is kind of a, we'll, I use the term trash cans, and it, that is a a line to sign where we're stacked and we're going through all of our calls. Just boom, this 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 the different looks, different checks that have to happen because uh, you have to be able to you know sometimes in defense choice to skim to play hard. That's great, but the, the, the 
offensive coordinators all make over a million. Yeah. They run really hard plays. Yeah. It's not very easy to stop yeah. them. So you have yeah. to go get lined up to what's going on, situational football, uh, with all those things we have that. And then we have about a 14 or 16 play script that we have to get done. And at that time, there's no scout team. We're on the road. So during that walkthrough, we're servicing ourselves. Yeah. So now you got to try to get someone that's you know, that all of a sudden Nash is playing the right guard yeah. at times, or how we move them around, and we have all the plays on on uh, on tablets, and so the kids can see the plays. Here's where I thought we and we'll like walk it, <coughs> run it, and so you, most of the time it's usually your run fits. That's where you can get some things jacked up, but they would just handle everything like that. There was no talking. There was no extra noise. There was. Uh, focus. They also knew it was going to be very crisp. I, I've done some of those walkthroughs before with certain coaches, and their theory is more is better, where we have to like take a timeout in the middle of the walkthrough for a break and then come back to it. And after a while, that just wears wears them down. So we had a very concise uh, time frame with it. Where uh, was it? Time-wise? No, where did you have it? Uh, it'd be, it could be anywhere. You, usually, usually it's in a parking lot. It, uh, is that where my, you did in Iowa? Uh, Iowa, I think we were inside. We were in a ballroom like that. Ballroom so, at some hotel? Hotel, hmm. yeah. So you find a spot that you can go to uh, with that because honestly people say ah oh, you're you're just soft you really don't want to do a walkthrough at nine in the morning if it's 12 degrees you'll lose your focus of what's going on at that time so if you can find a spot where it's not that not that cold because they'll they'll play when they're supposed to like that so uh, was the morning of the game yeah was it the morning of the game Morning of the game, yeah. Was it? Because yeah. the game, what was that? Three, three o'clock. Was three o'clock game. Three o'clock kickoff. So, it, it, so but it's the players, the players, the players. They're the ones that did it. They were outstanding. So the state of Nebraska should be proud just for the fact of how well they represented this state. See, and, they got – and, Bill, we don't got to go too far down this road. But me and Jake talk about all the time, is, is Matt Rule walking into a reset or a rebuild? I always say reset. Line, yeah. In part because there's – you know, if you look at the depth chart – there's 10 guys or 11 guys back with starting experience. I mean, like a guy like Javin Wright only has one game, but it's one game. He'd be the 11th. There's guys – there's a lot There's a lot of experience coming back on that defense. I mean, it shouldn't – the again, 25th nationally in yards per play, giving up a 25th nationally, top 25 defense in the final eight games. Top 25 pass defense in the final eight games. Now, it's against a division that doesn't pass it very well, but whatever. Um, shouldn't there be a level of expectation for those kids? Uh, there should be, and there will be a level of expectation by those young men. And uh, I think the new staff will do an outstanding job with them. I said that. I, I, don't, know, I don't know any of them. But, uh, I'm, like I said, you don't get to stand up in front of the media. You were there with me, Sip, and I had to speak every Wednesday different times and be like, I love this state. I love this program. I love everything about this. And now you're out, and I don't love them anymore. This is crap. Not that I still love them. Uh, still be pulling for them. I think the new staff will do uh, an outstanding job. Uh, am I disappointed? I'm still not there coaching. Absolutely, but I'm not bitter or upset with the new staff. And so uh, I'm their biggest fan for two reasons: because I love the state, and then there's a lot of young men on that team that I'm very close with. So I'll be pulling for those guys really, really hard. Nice. I, I was curious. There was a couple things that you know, it was noticeable when you took over for the de defense. There was a player specifically, that Malcolm Hartsock. We didn't hear that. We didn't. I didn't know that name when it was you know the previous coordinator there and the other guys. He's and a all, freshman. And all freshman. of a sudden, you know, he's playing uh, against Rutgers in Indiana, and you know has a big play. Uh, the you know returns a block punt for a touchdown against Indiana as a pick against Rutgers. You know against Purdue. Where did that come from, and how, how did you? What did you do in such a short period of time to make the defense go from disastrous to really acceptable? 
Well, there's a couple things with it. First to address Malcolm is that, you know, he's just a playing Jesse. I mean, he just likes football. Nothing's too big for him. So I wanted to get him on the field right away, and Coach Fish agreed with me. I said, I said this guy, he, he's just hooked up right, and he is undersized, yeah. and but he likes to play football, and he will put his face on you. He will tackle, and also he is engaged in everything that's going on. And in the Rutgers game, he got hit twice with uh, big bodies, where they just big bodied him for big Deep balls, ball. and it was like Deep balls. me and Coach Fish had a little bit of a conversation, not not like just like what do you think and like that and that, and we're both like no, leave him in, let him play. He's a really good player. So and then in the end, he plays really well, makes a game winning interception. So that part was a lot of fun. Uh, when the defense changed, it was a a unique situation because I've coached defense my entire life. But I wasn't in the defense at all. I was with the special teams. I had, you know, addressed it a few times. If you need me to help coach on defense, I would. But they were, they kind of had things set how they wanted to do it. And so I did that. So when Mickey had me, hey, we made a change and you're going to be the defensive coordinator. Well, that's a pretty big deal when you, <laughs> yeah. when you haven't been in there. It's, it's be kind of like me today being like, hey, like I asked you earlier, should I run the board, Jake? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not, go ahead. I'm not quite ready to run the board. <laughs> and so we went in. Um, I talked to him about a couple things. He said, we're going to make a lot of changes. I said, I'm going to learn the things that are the same. In my mind, I'll learn your verbiage, so you're not going to change that so I can make that carryover for the guys. But I said, we're going to change the defense that I know because two things. The, things hadn't been going real well for them. The kids were pretty distraught at that time. And then the next thing was is that if it's broke, I didn't know how to fix it. Somebody else's calls or defense of different things. So. We changed everything. How did you do yeah. that so quick? That's, what, that's it's amazing. Just put in four or five calls, things that they've done before that that, that kind of carried over. So we kept it, you know, very simple. You know, we kind of we, we we kept growing as the season went along like that. But we went into the Indiana game. I think it helped us because our plan to win against Indiana was they were the fastest running offense in the country. They were snapping the ball eight to nine that's seconds right. at. So yep. it was. So I I remember you know sitting down with the with the TV crew um, uh, before that. They're like. I don't know how you're. What are you going to do with this? You know, and they've been rolling pretty good, and especially moving the ball fast like that. They'd already beat Illinois, and yeah. uh, I said we're going to get our, we're going to get lined up. And I said that's our we're, our number one plan. We're going to get lined up, so we're going to have a call or no change of calls. And if they go fast, we're going to play the exact same call again. And so that allowed us throughout the entire game of not having you know palms up. Where the whole team has that look, oh, and, you and, see and, it. And, and, and you it's saw just, that. And once that happens, the other teams like they, they it, it's just a, it's just a bad feeling for everyone involved when it's you a, get the, yeah. you get palms up. It's a bad feel for people in the crowd. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. And also there like that. Then so our number one goal, we went a hundred percent in that game of being lined up, and we ended, we held them to fourteen points in the game on, on defense. There was twenty one score, but one was on, on the other side. Zone, yeah. But because we got lined up, that was the reason for it. That so I think that gave them some confidence. And then we'd put in a drop eight, cover two, like on just out of the blue on Wednesday. I said, I, said, I think we need one more thing. Let's, let's put this in. And it was a disguised look, and uh, that was very big for us uh, in the game. And then we had a couple of pressures. Drop eight, cover two. And so we did a little bit of that. And then we, it was, we talk about the importance of practice all the time. So we had a walkthrough that, that day. We, we drove, took the buses over to the indoor, and we had this special pressure zone blitz. But if they lined up trips into the boundary, which I call FSLs, so they line up here. We had to check to a trio check. Getting over your skis, low, hey, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> so you had to have that. Well, the last play of the game was that exact thing came up. So our last thing we repped 
on the mm. walkthrough was the last play of the game. We called the blitz. They lined up, trips into the boundary, and Luke Reimer made the correct check and knocked the ball down. And so that gets back to – but that's that's not me. That's that's good kids mm. is what it it's is. Interesting it's interesting, though, guys. Making plays. You, yeah, had, yeah. You, had, you say you had to keep it pretty simple, but, again, you can't keep it too simple, right? Oh, it's, it's it's awesome. People say just keep it simple. Yeah. They're just they're, they're just lighting you up like that. Keep it simple against Joe Burrow, and they'll throw for eight hundred yards. <laughs> That's what yeah, I always the, say. I mean, I get it, and we do this in the media, Jake, where we say, I mean, they're just playing hard. They're getting hats to the ball. That's yeah. what you got to do. You got to get three hats, four hats, five hats. It's more complicated than that. I get it, but I can't. There's a lot of complication to it like yeah. that, but again, just I said I was just so lucky to get a chance to coach those guys. But I'll tell you what, those are great young men. You see them walking around like that, pat them on the back because they went through some stuff and they were outstanding. So, so go big red. Yep. All right. And Casey was outstanding too, by the way. He was. He was. <laughs> he was good. We'll uh, talk about that later. Yeah, we will. Song of the day is next on early break in the ticket. Yeah.